The following podcast contains adult materials such as swearing and mathematics. We'll let you decide which is scarier. Moreover, we of course know everything about the presenter mathematics. But if you think we've made a mistake, think of it as an application of Cunningham's Law. The best way to get the right answer on the internet is to post the wrong one. That's our excuse, and we're sticking with it. at the movies the appendix the idea about this series is that it's going to be a shorter a little nugget of sound in your ears to complement the main series these are going to help us talk about things that we just don't have time to expand upon in the main series joining me now and forevermore is the brilliant ben parker and the Um, beautiful liz how are you guys every week are we going to be named after a different organ in the body so we start with appendix, and maybe next week we'll be liver. Welcome to that for the movies! The speed! Okay, well, you can be the colon next time. Now, how are you guys? <laughs> I'm beautiful too, Tom! I never said and you I'm weren't. Also I never said yes. you weren't! I never said you weren't! <laughs> That's a mathematician's apology, if ever there was. I think you should take a long, hard look at yourself, Tom Willie. I think you should, Tom. Because I was going for a B alliteration, and I could have gone for busty, but I don't know which one that would apply to more. <laughs> I <laughs> I think I could be beautiful if I wanted to. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and certainly busty, if you want I, I, to. To be honest, I think I'm, I'd be probably the most busty one amongst us. But anyway, what are we doing in this podcast? The idea is that this is going to be a much Hold shorter... Hold on! Yes, what, 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 what? You don't... <laughs> No, that's fine. Carry okay. on. Carry uh, on. The idea is in this podcast, this will be a much shorter, brief snippet. And this one is going to be all about who the hell we are. Because the idea is that we're trying to talk to you about... <laughs> The mathematics of movies. But why should you listen to us? What do we have that you would need? Um, and this so, is something I've been pondering myself. <laughs> as you've been listening back over the podcast, you're, what are we talking about? It's a, it's a good question. Absolutely. So uh, that's going to be it. So uh, for the next, hopefully, 15 minutes-ish, we'll give you a bit of a five minutes a blast of our lives. So Ben, would you like to take it away? <laughs> Very big question. Justify your existence in five, in five minutes. minutes. Yes, Ben. Ben, to be honest, the last guy we had in here on this podcast had one leg, <laughs> so you've got to be able to justify yourself. In you a have way. to dazzle us. I believe is the phrase. You have to dazzle us. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, well, if, if um, people haven't listened to the first episode, that that won't mean anything. So you should go back. Definitely listen go to listen to the first episode. But no, Ben, what, tell us about your mathematical background. What, what what have you done? What do you do? And where are you going? I guess uh, I've spent a lot of time doing mathematics. Uh, uh, it seems an awful long time now. It's a sort of, um, gosh, uh, <laughs> years and years and years and where years Where does the years. time go? I mean, oh, where does the time go? Um, well, I, you know, I'm a statistician after all. So, you know, I've done my sort of standard maths degree, uh, did a... Uh, 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 MSc in statistics after a little while. I did a PhD in statistics. But what, why, okay, why, why did you go that way? What's you had said you did a pure, uh, a normal maths undergraduate. Why did you decide to go to a statistical path? Good question. It's a very good question. I was always really bad at integrating. <laughs> integrating was terrible. You do know there's a and website by Wolfram Mathematics called the Integrator. Basically, in our second year at university, we got exposed to a lot of applied maths. I see. We were asked to do things like special relativity and things like that which I I just still do not understand there are still reams of my notebooks my undergraduate years which I think 
blank pages where I doodled on the <laughs> note paper and drew bears rather than uh, drawing um, uh, you know, mathematical symbols. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just couldn't do integrals. So I thought, well, hey, statistics, there's a lot of discrete stuff in that. I'll get into that. In the end, did you just flip a coin and decide on statistics? <laughs> That's a good answer. Yes, it was very yes, probabilistic. It was, yes. But um, I, I, mean, I mean, actually, you know, statistics is a fascinating field. It is. It's now it is. sort of... Everywhere we go, we now have statistics. Yeah, every newspaper has. Did you know that if you eat more turnips, you live longer? Um, and a little bit of me dies inside, and that's mostly because <laughs> I don't eat turnips every time. But it sort of underpins the idea of things like deep learning as well, and all those kind of ideas. As well. Absolutely. So uh, you know, there's uh, machine learning is the big area these days, and uh, uh, genomics, a huge, huge user of, of uh, statistics. Genomics, yeah. So you can apply statistics to biology. You can apply it to marketing. You can apply to predicting you know, cricket results you can apply it to working out how long you're going to live um so there's you know real useful applications and what, what, what's more interesting as well for me is that well you know there's there's some good maths in it yeah so i you know in the, in the last week i did some uh group theory i did some sort of traditional statistics i did what probably people would call machine learning i call regression now um but um, uh, you know, we we go all over the place. I think that's the uh, that's the joy of mathematics research yeah, is that you can yeah. start on one thing and you end up. Uh, um, and it, it's kind of like I don't know about you, this uh, 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 or Tom, really. You know, ma- mathematics research for me is like starting a new relationship. <laughs> you never know if it's going to be finished in sort of one night or whether you. There's gonna... a lot of swearing and abuse involved. <laughs> Uh, yes, I've read those textbooks as well. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so that gives but, us the maths background then, Ben. What kind of films are you into? Give me your, give me what genres do you like? Oh, best movie ever, Back to the Future. Oh really? Seriously? That's, that's your favorite, oh, that's your favorite movie. Best, best. What, what do you think of the sequels? Uh, well, I, I mean, Back to the Future as the entire sequel. Uh, oh, oh, the so entire the whole... franchise, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, I, I'd put one, then two, then three. Personally, I know a debate is still ongoing about this. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, I love a bit of sort of science fiction. Uh, I love um, a It's a Wonderful Life is my favourite Christmas hit. Oh, comedy. Oh, I, do you know what I love more than anything else is 1970s comedy. 1970s <laughs> comedy. Okay, okay. That gives us... A, a, a broad outline of who Ben Parker is. And of course, you are now a lecturer at uh, Southampton University. I am indeed. So if you le- want to go look you up your website, they can they can see you there. You can download my papers and uh, <laughs> tell me what's ben, wrong. can you tell me how long I'm going to live? <laughs> now, there was a website which was called whenamigoingtodie.com. <laughs> Or something like that. So you typed in whether you smoked or whether you, um, you know, you uh, how old you were and you know what you ate, whether you were vegetarian or not, and it worked out um, how old you were going to be. Was this based on statistical tables? You know, the actuarial sciences and stuff. Was it absolutely? Well, the, the best way to find out when you're going to die is get yourself a life insurance quote. Oh really? Okay. Well, yeah, because yeah. these guys are really good. You know, because if they get it wrong, they lose money. I I could lock up a website, but they've been doing it for years. Okay. Excellent. So that's five minutes of Ben. Give me five minutes of Liz. What do I want to tell you about myself? Well, perhaps I'll tell you about my relationship with maths, which is that obviously, unlike um, the two of you, I'm not a professional mathematician. I work more with words than with numbers. Um, Although I I have done jobs that involve numbers. Um, I once did a beautiful kind of uh, solved a problem with simultaneous equations, um, which I sat down with my manager Mm -hmm. 
um, with an artist. Actually, what was the problem? Because I've always asked my, you know, kids and teachers, what's a real world application of this? What what were you doing? Oh, it's so it's it's sort of it was working out. It was a tax problem. Was it a taxing problem as well? Were you solving it in a taxi? <laughs> no, it was, oh, I don't know. I can't. I actually can't remember. It was a long time. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it would have been lovely to know. What I do remember is is go, going through it on on a notebook with my with my senior manager who was being paid probably three times what I was being paid, and he just I, I said I sort of took him through each step as I solved the simultaneous equations, and I said um, I said and I did the final step, and I said, oh, so did you, did you get what I did with the final step? And he said. I haven't understood a single line of it. So it's okay. We've got someone else to sign it off. Ben, so. Ben, 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 Ben. These people are in charge of our tax. It sounds like no, they're not in charge of your tax. They just help. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't do that anymore. You probably don't know this about me, but the first interesting thing I did with maths was that I did my GCSE. In year nine, two years oh. ago. Um, yeah, like I said, I've said before, you are a conundrum wrapped inside an enigma, wrapped inside a riddle. The more we do this, the more I learn about you, and it's wonderful to see your relationship with maths. See, we know you're a little bit outside this podcast, Liz, and you are one of the most talented all-rounders oh, that I've ever met. If, <laughs> if you put your mind to anything in particular, you could achieve world domination. And I have an idea. You might still. Well, <laughs> Let's all fall in line behind Liz. Can 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 I ever tell you where my keys are? Can I fuck? Um, you know. I, <laughs> but when you I, own I, the I, whole I, world, you don't need keys. So do do you think you don't think there's any chance we might convert you to mathematics, Liz? If I thought I could pay my mortgage um, with, <laughs> with a maths career, I mean, so I think like Ben, I really love pure mathematics and I always did I love algebra I you know I like nothing more than having a kind of really meaty scary bit of algebra to do but where I fell down was the minute you had to apply it and particularly mechanics I found incredibly difficult mm, um mm, so mm. so I should I should say so having done my maths GCSE in year nine um, my other fascinating maths fact is I probably have more maths A-levels than either of you. Ooh, <laughs> that's a, how many maths A-levels do you have? Well, sort of three. Oh, how can you have three? No, please, Not please really. do. I've, Carry got, on. I've got two and two, two and a half. Um, so Still, how do you have two and a half? Having done my maths GCSE in year nine, yes. we then did um, uh, AS level in year 10. Yes. Which we, I mean, we passed, but barely. And then we did it again in year 11 and then passed, but barely. Um, <laughs> and then I did a different syllabus, maths and further maths, at A-level. Yeah, so I was doing it. I mean, it was it was a massive waste of time, actually, because they, they tried incredibly hard. But, you know, it was a it was state school and they, they obviously they couldn't give just me and my friend who had done that done it on that timetable. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't give us our own teacher. And we weren't expecting, you know, that was fine. Yeah. But you, you need to be taught. Mass A level, you know, it's hard. You can't really teach yourself. Why, why were you pushed in this way? I think I just had a very ambitious teacher. Okay, okay. Did you enjoy it? I mean, was were you enjoying this process of being pushed? I mean, you say you, you passed barely. In, so for the AS level, I didn't enjoy it that much. It was it was too hard to, as I say, to teach yourself really. And also, if you think about the time you would normally dedicate to a Mass A level. It's much, it's much more than you would have to dedicate to yes. maths in a secondary school timetable. 
And I probably did worse in my other GCSEs as well because I was spending so much time trying to work out how to do this fucking math level. <laughs> I always liked maths and English equally at school, so they, the two could not be separated. Mm. Um, and then when I left my sixth form, unfortunately, there you can't do joint honours in maths and English. So you in Oxford? Else. No, you can't. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if you can anywhere. It's a funny joint honours to yep. do. Straight out of university, I taught maths for a while, uh, which I was very bad at. And you did, I didn't still you? feel quite guilty about how bad I, I was. I imagine you were marvellous. Um, but, um, you know, I, I did my best. Oh, good Lord, I did my best. <laughs> I worked really hard. And actually, ever since then, I, I've not done very much mathematics. So the main reason that I wanted to do this podcast was because it sounded like a laugh. And how wrong you were! How wrong you were! I've really enjoyed having you, having you be our question master, our taskmaster. You know, it's yeah. been very I, interesting to. I mean, what what my, Lorraine has said about my wife, as I always have to say, Lorraine, my wife, your imaginary wife, uh, my literal, my not fictional, my literal <laughs> wife. She says that you know Ben and I could just talk about mathematics, but no one would care. Having that human face on the end of the integral that is Liz. That's that's the interesting part. You know, people can't see my. So face. we're the couple performing monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I am enjoying learning about maths from a purely kind of from pure intellectual curiosity. There's actually a real pleasure in learning something that I'm never going to use. But anyway, so but Liz, uh, tell us about what what kind of films do you like? Oh yes, what films? My friend once said of me that um, I liked any film where the two leads are back to back on the poster. <laughs> so um, top, uh, not Top Gear, Lethal Weapon. I mean, obviously, we, we've all had to look again at Mel Gibson films, but um, <laughs> I I do very much like an action film. Good. I do. I like the diehards. They're, they're good. Um, you do not. I, I enjoy a diehard. I saw Die Hard 5 at the cinema. I was going to say, is that a wow. good day to die hard? Is that that one? Is that, it's the one with the sun. Oh yeah, did you like Russia. that one? Hang on. Did you like um, that one? I did they not made, like that They one. made five of them. Why? Um, so one, two, and three are great. Yes, yes. No, I agree. I agree. The, one's great. Best Christmas movie ever. <laughs> I also, uh, so films I will watch again and again and again and again. Um, Sister Act, love it. Yes. I went to a sing-along Sister Act um, months ago and it's one of the happiest experiences of my life it without realizing it i think as a kid i did i liked i liked films with kind of interesting women in them <laughs> like die hard um, <laughs> um, bruce willis well, is an interesting woman <laughs> i i i think my, my taste in film is quite kind of genre defying um Good. i don't no, no, i don't like a particular um genre of films but i i don't like watching people suffer really so, well, at all. So, so you, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of indifferent. So, so Die Hard seems an odd choice then. But I, I see, I don't mind kind of just kind of bang, bang, shoot, shoot. Fine. But anyone like genuinely suffering, sort of anything, you know, it's so cartoonish yeah. that it's yeah. fine. Nobody is kind of horribly in fear for their life and then dies. Or so I, I think I can see the, the boundary, you know, in um, the first James Bond film, Casino Royale, where he has to be tortured to the chair. Is that where the line is? I, I can sort of see that being... I, yeah, I, I, I don't like seeing people restrained. I think that, that makes me yeah. incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the fact that he's kind of owning it makes it easier. Oh, because yeah, he's making he jokes kind of, about it at the same time. He kind yeah. of maintains his kind of dignity in a bizarre way throughout <laughs> Doesn't he tell the bad guy to scratch his balls? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is my definition of dignity. 
That's your definition of a good Saturday night. Isn't it? <laughs> just having a good scratch. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's nice. why I was late. Um, uh, uh, is, is that everything you want to know? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's giving us a, a nice background to the wonderful Liz. So that just leaves me, um, little old Thomas Woolley over here. Um, so I grew up in a very poor part of the world, uh, the third world, thank you, um, known as Derbyshire. Um, <laughs> there was never anything expected of me. My mother was a waitress and my father was the janitor of the local school, the, the caretaker. So I was the first person in my family to go to any university, let alone Oxford. So first person to leave Derbyshire. <laughs> pretty much. No, this right, I've got the Woolly Bible. So this Woolly Bible goes back about hundred years and traces my family history. The furthest anyone went was Bonsall, which is just you don't know where this is, but it's just the next town over. It's nowhere. My, the Woolies have stayed put. So to get to Oxford, amazing. And so I, you know, I, I I've always enjoyed maths. I enjoyed science. I was one of these precocious kids that was pretty good at everything. Maths had two hours of lectures a day. Physics had two hours of lectures and labs. So it wasn't a hard choice. I went with just the maths. Of course. Of course. And yeah, pretty early on, I could just see that the applied side was calling for me because it just, I could see what the maths was doing easier. I could, I, I, as I've said before, you know, the pure side was beautiful. It was austere, but I could not see beyond the next proof that they gave me. Whereas the applied... I could see how it moved. I could see how what it meant. I could see how it put fit, fit together. And I remember in my third year, there was a course run by Eamon Gaffney, who became my uh, one of my doctoral supervisors. And it was mathematical biology. And this course changed my outlook. It was the first mathematics, mathematics course that we did where we did something. And it was beautiful. This was really magnificent. We, what we did we was we, we derived a system of the uh, of breathing we had uh, lungs we had blood we had all these different parts and at the end we could derive the time it would take to take a breath and it worked and then we could tweak the model and say well what happens if you have a heart attack what happens if you have problems breathing oh it was wonderful it was it, and so that that just set me on my career as a mathematical biologist and i never looked back so ben can tell me when i'm going to die and you can tell me how to, how i could be kept alive oh god no i'm very theoretical <laughs> I play around with these from a mathematical point of view. There's some kind of application further down the way if I really thought about it, but I'm much more like playing with the model. What can the model do? <laughs> I, I believe Ben would like playing with models. So your kind of stuff, Tom, is sort of, you know, well, you know, let's imagine the human heart was four times the size. Let's see Pretty much, yeah. No, what, what, how far can I push this model and see what it does? You know, what, what kind so of it's like two yeah. guys in a pub being like, what would happen, right, if, like, your eyes were three times bigger but your ears were three times smaller? <laughs> Does that happen often? I don't know. But no, that's pretty much it. It's it's, it's sort of the theoretical arm of biology. You know, you have three theoretical physics that you can't explore. This is theoretical biology that you can't explore. You could play this like amazingly long game of would you rather. Would you rather have two hearts or no nose and see what it would do? My dog's got no nose. (laughs) How did he die? Heart disease. I mean, what? (laughs) But anyway, that, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But so that, know. that's my mathematics. That's where I am. I'm a mathematical biologist. I, okay. I extrapolate from the mathematics that we apply to biology. All right. Tell us about your films. What films do I? I've, I've got to say, my, my favourite film, it did used to be Terminator 2. I think that is a masterpiece. Oh, Good choice. It's yeah. a masterpiece. Yeah. But then Pacific Rim came along. 
Oh, that's an amazing film. I could I watch that. It. Have you no? I don't know what that is. Uh, Pacific. Oh, Pacific Rim is you know like the Transformers films are terrible. I don't because Pacific don't. Rim is what you want them to be. It's it's okay. got robots versus monsters, and just so the listeners know, I wrote a paper on this. I applied a mathematical biology model about uh, how you maintain animal species, and what I did is I reverse engineered it, and I said, well, how do we get rid of Godzilla? If we had you know a, a field of Godzilla and kaiju and monsters, how do we get rid of them? Didn't you do a paper on getting rid of zombies? <laughs> I, I also did do zombies as well. Yes, yeah. so I mean that's just applying the maths of uh, infectious diseases. So this is a big thing in math bio, is that how fast does a disease spread through a community? And what kind of other disease is there? Well, zombieism. So it's just a way of teaching mathematical uh, people principles of mathematical biology. Have you got an embarrassing film that you like? Have you got one that you like? Yes. Or... Yeah. Okay. So my, my guilty pleasure is Ghost Rider, the Nicolas Cage film. Okay. Oh my God. Con Air. Con Air is. is such a good film. Sorry. Just reminded me of another film. Nicolas Cage is my guilty pleasure. Um... Because Ghost Rider, I grew up on westerns. My father loves John Wayne. He has his own John Wayne website somewhere in the ether of the internet. <laughs> and the, the, serious, I'm serious. No, our house, my my birth house, my where I lived, is full of John Wayne paraphernalia. I, I mean, not to be rude, but isn't that a bit out of place in Derbyshire? Yeah. Oh no, actually, Derbyshire is the home of the John Wayne fan club. So I don't know. Why? Well, it's, I mean, it must be very similar, sort of wide open prairies, <laughs> you know, coyotes roaming around the night. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. Um, but yeah, so well, I grew yes. up on westerns, and that was, and so Ghost Rider is a terrible film, except if you watch it from the viewpoint of it being a western, then it's a really good western. Hmm. Okay. What's your guilty pleasure, Ben? In terms of films, don't tell us. My don't tell us pleasure. anything else. <laughs> In terms of film, <laughs> in terms of film, um, gosh, I don't know. I don't think I've got anything that I watch that is too terrible. Uh, Col- I like a Columbo on a Sunday oh, okay. afternoon, like falling asleep watching Columbo. Um, because the great thing about Columbo is you fall asleep, you know exactly who we, did it. You know my it. theory about Columbo, and it always worked. The first person you see is the person who did it. it always worked. I never saw an episode. Is that? Yeah, the first person you see, the first person who it doesn't. It's never Columbo. First person you see is the killer. Always, always, always. Oh, that, we might have to gather some date on that. I, I guess that I, you, you can gather as much as you like. I, my mother watched it and I watched it with her. Tried not to. <laughs> always I mean, the first guy. Tom applies that actually to all academic criticism. But if his mother thought it... <laughs> <laughs> my mum reads all my papers. Um, what about your guilty pleasure then, Liz? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, think, I think I grew up watching films... It's like rom-coms that perhaps now we might think of a bit of it. So like Pretty Woman. I mean... Oh, I love Pretty Woman. I love Pretty Woman, but it's such a... I mean, it's not okay. Nothing about it is okay. (laughs) And I know it's not, but like when they... I've got to say, I've only just seen it. I only recently saw Pretty Woman and it's, it's a bit weird. It was quite liberal for the 80s, what? wasn't it? Well, I mean... you know, oh, it's like he could have just given her the money and let her go. I mean, but... When she gets the good outfits, I love it so much. <laughs> that, that shopping montage in LA. <laughs> oh. So have we said everything that we need to say about ourselves? Because we love talking. We love talking about ourselves even more so. Um, do, you, do you want to say anything about your parents, Ben? Because, uh, Absolutely not. 
Well, my, my mother was a Stark and my father was a Targaryen. <laughs> Let's cut it there. Okay, yeah. well, thank you all for listening. I hope that's given you a bit more of an idea who of who you're listening to and, and what our background is. And so with that, I've been Thomas Woolley. I've been Ben Parker. And I've been Liz. Thank you very much for listening. We're winning at maths, but losing at life. Good night. This podcast is a Random Walks production performed by Thomas Woolley, Ben Parker and the enigmatic Liz. Intro and outro music was Clonky Donkey by Nikolai Heidlas and the incidental stings were Cartoon Bank Heist from YouTube Audio Library.